Hi, I'm Anna. And I'm Kristen. We're best friends who both happen to have been born with limb differences. Join us as we talk about the many ways our limb differences impact our lives. From medical intervention to bullying to dating, we're covering it all. And we hope you'll share your stories with us along the way. This is Life and Limb. Happy holidays, everybody! <laughs> Kristen and her jingle bells. I'm so delighted. It's absolutely these. darling. She's got like an app on her phone that is making jingle bell sounds, and I, it's so cute. I used it for a song for the radio show, and then I deleted the app. And then we were getting ready to record, and I was like, "Wait, wait!" wait. She literally like ran out of the room and went downstairs to go get something, and it was her phone, so she could play jingle bells on it. Yeah. I'm not doing a holiday podcast without jingle bells. <laughs> well, hell no. That doesn't even make any sense. You gotta have jingle bells. I'm glad you agree with me. <laughs> well, welcome to Life in Limb, everybody. Hi, welcome back. It is the end of December. The holidays are almost over. Yeah, we're by the time this releases, we'll be past Christmas. Past Christmas, like just between Christmas and New Year's, yeah. I think. We're recording this pre-Christmas, so we don't know what we've gotten from Santa yet. Yeah, but we don't know. Hopefully we've been good enough this year that he will visit us. I think everyone should get presents this year. No kidding. You can, 2020, everybody gets a pass. Santa comes to everybody. That's my personal rule. I like it. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so originally... I had kind of boxed us into doing the dating and relationships episode based on the last episode we recorded. You with did. Nicole. You you went a little rogue. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, you know what? We're doing that one next. And Kristen was like, I had a different idea. No. <laughs> I actually I was fine with dating being next. We we sort of planned on having that being the next scheduled like mm-hmm. topic from our list for a while. I just didn't think of this until after we recorded honestly so there was no reason why it couldn't have been dating it should have been but what made a difference was realizing that this next one we recorded would be airing when it is which is right smack in the middle of the holidays right at the end of the year yeah and then I just sort of got reflective and sentimental and was like maybe we should do an end of the year wrap up I know we haven't been going that long but I like that I I loved that idea of just kind of reflecting on where we've been so far with the podcast and where this year has taken us Mm -hmm. and you can wait another two weeks for dating it'll it'll be fine I I personally (laughs) don't have any you know giant pearls of wisdom to drop about dating so if you're anxiously (laughs) waiting for my input on that (laughs) I'm sorry but I don't know maybe Anna does but We'll get to that. We will. It's the next one. It's the next one. We promise on that one. It will be the next one. This time we promise. And from now on, I'm not going to (laughs) say what the next episode will be because we have a tendency to change our minds. So, (laughs) but yes, so welcome to our year end wrap up. But of course, we are going to start the podcast as we always do. We love our segments. We can't get rid of those. So Kristen, let's catch up. Let's catch up. Oh, so I have kind of a big one. Um, it's something I've talked about before, but I had a a shoe epic journey yes. this past week. <laughs> well, okay. So I knew from the forecast that it was going to snow this week. And I had pulled out my winter boots that I've been wearing for the last couple of years. And honestly, I don't know how I've been wearing them for the last <laughs> couple of years. Because they're, they're one of those pairs of boots where I only bought one size. So the right one is way too big. And the thing with that is even if I pad my leg or my ankle, 
my foot still just slides around in the boot a Uh, lot and I get blisters and I end up I end up like not bending my knee or doing the the follow through with your other joints that you should be doing and my knee ends up hurting so I was just like it's gonna snow and I need Mm -hmm. I just need to bite the bullet and just buy a decent pair of boots in two sizes yeah so Knowing I'm going to be spending more money than I would like to, I went to Kohl's. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know this, but youth sizes go up to seven now. Really? Yeah. They only used to go up to like five was yeah. the largest I could find. And sometimes, I mean, I would still buy it, but sometimes that barely fit my left yeah. foot. So I was thrilled that it seems they've expanded the size on um, youth shoes. That's great news. Yeah. But they only had one pair um, in the two sizes that I needed. So I bought it. They were both $60. Oh, yeah. That's a lot. That's $120. Yeah. For a boot. So I'm getting, I'm getting a decent quality, like $60 for a pair of shoes isn't, you know. I mean, there are some people who spend way more than that. I'm not one of those people. But they're also just not $20 shoes, mm-hmm. you know. So, but yeah, then multiply it by two and now I'm spending $120 for $60 shoes. For $60 shoes, exactly. Yeah. So, I had I had a 20% off coupon. Okay. That helps. Yes. And I decided before I got to the register, I'm going to ask them if they'll do anything for someone with a limb difference. I don't Ooh. always do it. I feel like I'd done it at Kohl's before and they had said no, but I was just like, I'm going to try. I'm going to try again. Um, so I get to the counter and I ask the girl if they if they offer anything like that. And she said something like, um, I could do like 20% off. And I was like, <laughs> great. But I'm also thinking, I think she's doing the offer like that everyone gets. Right. Like that I already had that the coupon for, had. which is not what I meant. I yeah. want 20% off of what I was already going to pay or right. not just any anything you're willing to do. But I guess because of the brand that the boots were, even that discount wasn't available because there are like if they're name brand sometimes some of their like in-store offers don't even apply um and a manager came over and everything and um was super apologetic but just basically told me we can't discount these shoes yeah so now I'm not I'm not getting what I thought I was going to with the coupon I walked in with yeah (laughs) oh no so it's really and you got shot down on the uh, at least you tried yeah I think that was brave but I got home and I was just feeling like that was a lot of money. Yeah. So I went online and I looked up shoes and I found two other or another pair of shoes online. Amazon. I'll just say it. Sorry. Well, yeah. It's it's like the most convenient thing. I'm, I'm so sorry. Maybe someday I will rid my life of it. But <laughs> that time is not right now. The time is not now. Yeah. But I found $30 shoes that looked like good quality. They're waterproof. They came in the sizes I need. And when all is said and done, I'll spend half of right yeah but the quality still seemed good so I returned the Kohl's boots and I ordered these two new boots and then of course as I'm waiting it snowed we got a huge snowfall here (laughs) and I have to walk my dog twice a day yeah so I was just like in my tennis shoes in the snow walking my dog waiting for these boots to get here and then and then one pair is delivered before the other of course it is so I had I had my the larger pair for my left foot. I had those for two days. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then finally the smaller pair just got here today and I tried them on and they're wonderful and I love them and they're so comfortable and I'm very happy with my decision Yay. but it was just like a uh, a whole thing yeah you showed me the boots and they are absolutely adorable they're I really love them cute and they look really sturdy and like wintry yeah and adorable, I'll so. post a picture because I, I put on the the large one and I just sent Anna a picture, like, waiting on that second shoe to get here. <laughs> so, question. I don't know if I've ever asked you this, but I may have, and you'll jog my memory. What do you do with the other shoes? I just throw them away. Yeah, there's not really anything else you can do. I have looked up um, charities where you can donate your shoes for amputees, and I should do that again. There are some words super easy. I could probably, I don't know if I could drop off one shoe at those, you know, just the clothes and shoes bins. Yeah. And if they would make they the would effort. Yeah. If, if they would just see one shoe and toss it or if they yeah. actually do anything with it. I know there are, like I said, the charities that collect single shoes. Sometimes the shipping is a little complicated. Like you have to ship it yourself to mm. them. Uh, I should look it up and see if there's anything new on that front. But a lot of times I just... I just toss them. Yeah. If any of our listeners know of any charities that will take them or anything like that, let us know. I hate doing it and I always feel so wasteful when I do it. And sometimes I've held on to the other, to the mate for the shoes for years simply because I felt awful. Because you feel bad getting rid of it. Yeah. And then one day like I'm moving or I'm cleaning and I'm like, this is stupid. Why I'm never. I still have this shoe that I will never ever wear. Yeah. I'm never going to wear a right shoe that's a size eight in women. Like. (laughs) Why am I holding on to this? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was just, it was just a whole thing. You went through the shoe adventure. I did. But now, now I have them and now I want it to snow again. So that you can actually like get the intended use of it. Exactly. I'm sure it will. It's Ohio. (laughs) I like snow. My dog likes snow. I'm super excited to be able to walk comfortably in it. I have really enjoyed the snow outside this year because I don't have to drive anywhere. Like since I'm at home, it's just this beautiful, like, wintry blanket of snow on the ground that just looks so beautiful especially with all the Christmas lights that everybody's Mm -hmm. been putting out and you just get to enjoy it from the window exactly like for me I feel like I love snow typically up until January 1st and then I'm ready for spring like Mm -hmm. I want snow during the holidays and then I want it to go away but this year I think it'll be a little different because I don't have to experience like going out in the cold and battling the snow every day and so I might I might enjoy it a little bit more yeah silver lining all right what about you well my catch-up is not limb difference related this time but I think I've joked before on the podcast that I personally am just like a mosaic of medical issues and um so one of the things that I have going on with me is I just on Wednesday evening had a phrenectomy which is a word I had never even heard of until a few years ago when I had to have this done. Um, So the little piece of tissue that connects your lip to your gums, if you like stick your tongue in your upper lip or lower lip, you'll feel it. And you have one under your tongue too. Mm -hmm. Um, It's called a frenum. And on some people that frenum is really, really tight and it can cause um, gum recession or it can cause your teeth to start splitting apart because they're being pulled apart. Or on babies who have a tight frenum under their tongue that's what's called tongue tie and so that can that can be um problematic for nursing and all sorts of things for the baby um I never knew I had this problem until I was adult and adult and my gum line on my bottom teeth my two bottom front teeth has started to recede and so 
a few years ago I had this done they were like oh it'll be great we'll just you know take a little I think it's carbon monoxide or something it's it's just a high-powered laser and they just shave it down and so they did that it was great it was sore for a few days it was done whatever um I'm one of the small percentage of people who had it grow back oh so <laughs> that if it heals incorrectly can heal back together and heal tighter than it was before oh no and that's what happened to me so I I recently got dental insurance for the first time in my life and started actually like going back to the dentist and being able to have things done and the the dentist immediately referred me to a periodontist who is a gum doctor and she was like yeah this didn't heal right we're gonna have to do it again which I was like oh no big deal it's just the laser they do the little yeah whatever so I go in expecting a laser on Wednesday and she was like Oh, I'm so sorry. No, you have too much scar tissue from the previous surgery. Mm. We're going to have to do the old-fashioned scalpel method. And so I had like full-on scalpel oral surgery on Wednesday that I was not expecting. So uh, I, I'm healing from that. I'm a little swollen and it's really funny. Kristen, who knows because she's sitting across from me, I can't like make big facial expressions right now. And I am the queen of large facial expressions. I'm um, uh, maybe not the queen. I am facial expression royalty, though. And <laughs> we might compete for that title. <laughs> That's true. You're pretty expressive as well. So I I am sitting here and I'm like wanting to smile and laugh and like make all these facial expressions. And I can do like a tiny little like teehee. Like just <laughs> I can't smile real big. It's terrible. But you this, just did the gnome noise from Nadpod. That's true. Kristen and I both listen to um, <laughs> Not Another D&D podcast, which is absolutely wonderful if you're a big nerd or just like comedy. It's hysterical. And it's fantastic. There are some little characters in there who make that like I didn't even realize I was doing that, but you're absolutely right. Yeah, I was looking at you and I forgot that you had this done. First of all, I didn't know you were having it done until like, Monday right yeah you didn't really say anything and I don't think I had known this Mm -hmm. so I'm finding this all out right now also (laughs) but I was watching you and I was like she seems a little subdued oh right (laughs) right she can't move her face I can't move my face and like I can like muscularly I can move my face it just hurts and so I'm like I think this doctor I'm really her name is Dr. Kumar and she's at the Ohio State University and she put some kind of barrier down there and it looks like I have bubble gum stuck to my bottom teeth. Um, I, Kristen's nodding. She noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the actual barrier and it'll apparently chip away on its own after a little while. But as the surgery site heals, it will stop it from growing back like it did last oh, time. Good. And that is something I did not have last time. And so I think having somebody take the extra steps to make sure I don't go through this again I really appreciated that and it's it's truly it's not that bad if anybody out there is facing one I'm recording a podcast a day and a half later yeah so she you had this done on Wednesday it's now Friday let's record two podcast episodes in a row like why not (laughs) we're already hyper aware of everything we say and every sound we make so why not add oral surgery to it (laughs) so if I sound a little funny or anything that's probably what you're hearing (laughs) um so but it's all good (laughs) all right so I think it's my turn to do I I was thrown off because we had Nicole do one yeah for our last episode which can we just talk about how amazing Nicole Brennan is yeah I really liked that episode I didn't love editing it, but 
I really liked listening to it and just getting to know her. Yeah, that was our first episode that had three tracks instead of just two. And Kristen took it on to edit. Plus some very significant Zoom lag. Yes. So she'd be, she'd be like... 20 seconds into saying something and you hear us laugh at something she said 20 seconds ago and right. it's just how <laughs> am I supposed to make a podcast out of this? um but no the experience itself and getting to know her and hear about her foundation was amazing but yeah it had just been so long then and since we had done any of our we see you's uh-huh. that I was just like is it my turn is I mm, it's your turn it is my turn um this is someone that I came across by accident through a D&D page on Facebook. They, I know who you're going to talk about. I know. I, I love, love them. Um, they shared this person's video from their page, which is called Quincy's Tavern. Mm. I forget which video they shared because they do a lot of things on their page, like making coffee or making tea or preparing some food or casting a set of dice or something like that yeah all these things are wonderful but they're set in this little tavern area that they've created that just look like it's something straight out of like D&D or Lord of the Rings or something on NADPOD that you would hear. And it's just, I think their goal is to actually make it a real functioning place at oh, some point. That'd be so But cool. yeah, I was just looking at their page like this is all just so, it just seems so cozy and so welcoming. And they do these messages to their patrons or, you know, all the people that come into, quote unquote, come into the tavern. And it's just lovely. But I watched the video of them casting this set of dice and I had to watch it a couple of times to see that they have a limb difference in their hands Uh uh-huh um and I don't know what it what the term is for it but it looks like they have three fingers on each hand it looked like it may be symbrachydactyly to me okay yeah I'm not positive though yeah but at first I thought they were just you know, yeah, like tucking, way. like tucking their fingers under, like maybe to get them out of the way of the camera. I really couldn't tell at first, but then I just got more and more excited because I'm already really super into everything that they're doing. And then it was like, do they have a limb difference? <laughs> I can't find anything. I haven't done too much of a deep dive into their post history. I can't find anything where they said anything about it specifically. So I don't want to say too much if it's not something that they put out there into the world. Mm-hmm. It was just something I was really excited to see. And I just also love everything else that they do. It's like all of our interests. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember you sent me a link to a TikTok of theirs where they were just making tea in this really beautiful like ceramic vessel. And I can't, mm-hmm. I don't know what it's called, but they were making tea and I, I just replied, oh, that was so soothing to watch. And she was like... You were like, did you notice the limb difference? And I was like, no. <laughs> I went back and I was like, oh my gosh. I was waiting for you to freak out like me. Like, this is everything that we're into plus a limb difference. Are yeah. you kidding me? And you were just like, that's lovely. It was so soothing and lovely to watch. Well, and it is. Like, but yeah. but no, I, I honestly didn't even notice. And it made me laugh so hard because I was like, that's what people mean when they say like to me, like, I didn't even notice. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, how could you not notice? apparently you don't yeah you really you really don't sometimes but I just really like everything that they're doing and just the vibe that they have and they're just very they post videos that are just like thank you for being here and you're wonderful and you're appreciated and you're important and I love you just positivity radiating out of 
this tavern that I, this person has created. I am obsessed. I know. So what's the social handle so people yeah. can go look them up? Well, I tried to pull it up and um, of course my internet is not working. Of course. Right now. But it's on Facebook. It looks like it's the Quincy's Tavern. Okay. If you just Google Quincy's Tavern. I'm sure it'll it's, come up. Yeah. It's like the Facebook, the Instagram, the TikTok, all of it. Well, just, I am. I know who I am following after this episode is done. Oh, yeah. That's... You're going to you're going to be scrolling back and just oh, I'm I'm excited for you to go back and look at it. Yes. I love it. So Quincy's Tavern, we see you. You're awesome. I really hope that this tavern becomes a thing. I don't know where they are, but I will travel to We will go. get there. Yes. <laughs> Someday we will travel and we will go have some coffee at Quincy's Tavern. Oh my gosh. Please and thank you. Yeah. What a great one. That's an excellent find. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. All right. So we are doing an end of the year wrap up. We're going to be just sort of looking back and reflecting on what we've done already, what our expectations were and how they've measured up to that or not. So let's let's start there. Anna, remind us what you thought you wanted this podcast to be. Like, why did you think this was important to do when we had this idea, when you had this idea? Yeah, so I think initially when I had had the idea for the podcast, it was because, and I, we talked about this a little bit in episode one, but it was because... I had seen all of these parents on limb difference forms with questions about, you know, what's my kid's life going to be like mm-hmm. as they grow up with a limb difference? And I thought, we can answer that question. You know, we're adults who have lived life with a limb difference and we can help to ease some of those fears and talk about our experiences. And as we've been doing this podcast, I think hopefully it's been valuable for those parents and I hope that we've reached some of them. Mm-hmm. But we've also made such cool connections with limb different adults. Yeah. And that was something I don't know that I was expecting, but I absolutely love and treasure that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why we wouldn't have expected that, but you're right. I think, and especially because all I knew about the communities online were things that you were telling me. So Mm -hmm. I sort of thought, yeah, this would be more, I guess, for parents to help, you know, anticipate what they're children's needs are going to be but yeah the personal stories and the connections that we've made with people who are closer to our age who have Mm -hmm. gone through the same stuff um that we have that's been amazing to me so far I also I didn't think we would I would have been happy if we'd had like a hundred followers yeah online (laughs) I guess Instagram is probably our most active platform right yeah I think we're up to 360 we are we are above my own like personal followers (laughs) on my personal page yeah I think it's people are more excited about it than I thought they were gonna be for some reason you know like there's more interest in what we're doing than I expected I I expected maybe like a couple listens to every episode yeah we've been getting quite a few streams yeah like people are actually listening which I'm so glad that people appreciate what we're doing and find value in it that's really really humbling in a way like oh my gosh I didn't I didn't realize this was something that people would want so much and I'm really glad it is and I'm happy to deliver on that you know yeah I I don't know if there are other podcasts like this I think I've seen um I need to listen to it but I've seen one called disarming disability that appears to be two women who have upper limb differences Mm. we need to listen to that and see if we can like do a collaboration sometime yeah that would be amazing (laughs) 
one of the biggest things that I found, and I think we both have experienced this, is that I notice things about my limb difference, about little foot in just my day-to-day life more than I did before, or at least in a way that I would notice things before, like, oh, like little foot sore today, or, oh, I'm dealing with a shoe thing again. But it was more just like a quiet thing in the background that I didn't have any intention of bringing to the forefront and talking about it. Mm -hmm. But now when something comes up with little foot, I'm actively thinking about it because I know I'm probably going to be talking about Mm -hmm. it. And I'm thinking of how can I make this relatable or how can I communicate about this in a way that might you know, make other people feel seen if they listen to the podcast. Like how, how does this fit into the bigger picture of the community and what can I say about it? Absolutely. And I think for me, spinning off of that a little bit, I, I've talked about before how I often tend to hide my hand just either because I'm like, I don't feel like talking about it today or, you know, fear of being judged or that sort of thing, whether it's subconscious or not. And like having this podcast has made me again, more aware of my limb difference as well, as you said, but almost in a positive way where the best way I can think of to explain it is this is a very different concept, but the analogy kind of is the same. Um, The LGBTQ community, Pride, the Pride Festival and Pride Parade was founded as the opposite of shame. Mm -hmm. Pride is the opposite of shame. And that's why it's called Pride because if you're ashamed of something, you hide it, you don't let it be seen, it kind of rules your life in that way. If you're proud of something, you want to kind of show it off and you want to celebrate it and it's it just makes you, I think, more whole as a person. Mm-hmm. And I have found that like even just our social media accounts, it is so, so freeing to me to be proud of my little hand and to share that with people and Mm -hmm. like to be able to post on Instagram like here's my three-fingered hand you know and not think oh you know I will people think that's weird it's like no these are my people they're gonna know what this is and they're gonna appreciate it you know it's would you have done that before I don't know hmm I don't know. I had posted um, a couple of photos of myself and my little hand in just like the limb difference groups, but those were kind of like shut down, you know, like only people who were members of those groups, they were private. Whereas on our social media, our social media is public. Mm -hmm. And for me to just be out there with like, hey, this is me, this is Anna Styles, and this is my little hand for anybody to see, Mm -hmm. it's kind of a big step for me. And I've really... I don't know it's I don't know if it's something that I would have done before this podcast but I think this podcast has really helped me embrace that and again I feel a sense of pride being part of this community that I didn't know I had before oh yeah that's (laughs) that's really interesting because I mm, I've never I don't think I've ever felt shame about Mm -hmm. Littlefoot or embarrassed or I don't even think I've ever felt worried about what people would think of me Mm -hmm. in a way where it would be all that personal for me like I've worried the biggest worry I have is maybe finding out someone is a jerk and being disappointed that way yeah but like the worst case scenario there is I just save myself the toxicity of somebody I've never I never really think about it but I also don't go out of my way to post about Littlefoot and the thing that I've noticed with us as we've been looking for pictures specifically to post on the podcast social media Mm -hmm. is that I don't have very many 
pictures. Yeah. Just because it's my foot. Right. Like, <laughs> it's weird because in some ways my limb difference medically is more severe, like mm-hmm. with all the surgeries and the corrections and everything that had to be done just to make functioning yeah. a viable option. But you probably deal more with having to have other people interact with your limb difference on a daily basis. The visibility. It's the visibility. Mine is like, you don't always take pictures that include your full body, like with your feet. Or if you do, a lot of times you have shoes or at least a sock on or something. So it's not out there. Yeah. So that's just interesting. I'm glad that you are more proud of that. That's really, oh, that's really sweet. (laughs) It's a nice development. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of on that line, I've also found, I found that I'm more likely to engage in conversation when the opportunity presents itself Hmm. to bring awareness to little foot or just limb differences in general. Like in my catch up where I hadn't, I hadn't asked about a discount on shoes in a while, but because it's been on my mind and because I'm more aware and we've been doing the podcast, I just was very resolute. I'm going to ask, I'm going to do this. Or likewise, I was one time I bought two pairs of shoes and the woman the sales clerk she opened the boxes to inspect them and she made a comment about like oh is this mommy daughter like matching outfits and at the time this was years ago I just said "Eh, yep yeah even though I don't have kids I'm I don't plan on having kids they weren't for that and it wasn't that I was ashamed or was worried about anything I just didn't have the energy for this small exchange in life With someone I would probably never see again. I just didn't have the energy to get into it. But I feel like now I wouldn't do that. Really? And no, yeah, I would be like, no, actually, um, they're both for me because my feet are two very different sizes. And that's all it needs to be. You know, I don't need to get into like a 10 minute conversation and be a complete evangelist about uh, it. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I don't need to like wax poetic about limb difference awareness to random people. But just just mentioning it helps bring awareness in itself. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's neat that yeah. you would that you would do that now. And and that's part of the reason why I've hidden it sometimes like purposefully cuz like I just don't I just not every day you don't always feel like talking about it. Yeah. And it's not even just that you're ashamed or that you're like not wanting to have it be seen. It's just like I just don't have the energy to expend today. Like I just don't. And I think I still think that is very valid. Oh, like yeah. you no matter what it is, like whether it's LGBTQ, whether it's limb difference awareness, whatever, you know, community you might be a part of, you are not obligated to always be on and always. Yeah, I feel like. Be the teacher. Exactly. Or something, you the, know, the responsibility of education is not on your shoulders. You can take it on if you want to. Mm-hmm. But people also have a responsibility to educate themselves mm-hmm. and if they choose not to do that, that's on them. You don't always have to be the one who is burdened with, I must teach everyone, yeah. you know, about this yeah. issue. Sometimes it's okay to have a quiet moment where you're like, not today. I yeah. don't have the energy today. I do think more times than not now, though, mm-hmm. I would probably, if I have the energy, I'll I'll say something now. Because yeah. there are some people where... If I don't say something, they might never encounter it. And that's why there is such a lack of awareness. Yeah. That's why people don't even think about that. Some people can't find gloves that fit them or Mm -hmm. have to pay twice as much for shoes because no one 
has ever said anything to, or they, as far as they know, they've never met anyone like that. Yeah. I, so why would they think of it? I think I've said it to you a few times and people have said it to me many times. I'll bring up an issue and just, they'll go, I never even thought of that. You know, and yeah. I have, I've said it to you. I think driving is when mm-hmm. I said it to you that like, it just blew my mind. Like I had never considered that you would have to adapt to driving mm-hmm. and knowing that those barriers exist. And I mean, some barriers can be overcome. Some can't working to make awareness of those barriers furthers the ability to dismantle those barriers slow and steady yeah but yeah that's cool I think mostly what we're saying here is this doing this podcast and interacting with the community in this way has kind of surpassed whatever expectations we might have had yeah yeah it's all it's all been very positive and a really good experience for us on a flip side on a technical note (laughs) <laughs> Just as two slightly perfectionist performers who yep. have had to listen to themselves. Yep. <laughs> Are there any personal quirks you've noticed about yourself? I can't pronounce the word and. I said it very <laughs> I said it very deeply on purpose just now, but I say end. It it almost comes out E N D if I'm not actively thinking about it. <laughs> now that you say it, yeah, you you do. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't stick out to me nearly as much as I'm sure it does to oh, you. Oh, every time I'm listening back and editing, I'm just like, and Anna, your <laughs> your own vocal coach. Oh my gosh, it bothers me so much. But I it's in the moment I don't even think about it, and I'm sure it'll come back. But right now I'm very cognizant of it, so I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to say this. And I'm going to say this, but <laughs> that and there it was. You, no, no, did I do it? Did I do did it, it better? better. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I I think I have a tendency to switch thoughts in the middle of a sentence a lot too, where like I don't finish the sentence that I was originally saying. I'll just completely, I almost did it just now, but I think it has to do with like the fact that my brain is going in about five different directions at any given time and sometimes the thread over there is the one that makes the most sense to talk about to me in that particular moment so I'll go that way but like to me I'm just like finish your thought what (laughs) what are you doing (laughs) what about you first of all I especially in the first couple of episodes I said like way too much I think that's something everybody does it is but there's something about listening to yourself that just it grates on you doesn't it (laughs) I had no idea it was that bad it just it stands out like a sore thumb in the first few episodes to me I also noticed that I have a tendency when I'm done talking especially if I've been talking for like several sentences in a row I sniff very loudly <laughs> to to inhale to take a breath I I sniff I've at never the end that. I notice it constantly when I'm listening to the episodes and when I'm editing it and I'm just like I want to take out all of these and I haven't noticed that at all from you when I'm editing because I'm so damn focused on my and <laughs> that's so funny how we pick up different quirks like of our own and then somebody else sounds completely normal to yeah. us and there are probably people who were like i've never noticed any of these things from either of you and maybe others are thinking finally they, <laughs> they know they've, they've acknowledged noticed. it and speaking of editing for me that's been another big thing is i haven't really worked i've worked pretty extensively with video before mm-hmm. but i hadn't really edited 
audio previously. So this is a big learning curve for me. Luckily, we record primarily if we're together in person on GarageBand, which is a really simple software for Macs. And that makes it pretty easy. I know, Kristen, you have learned Audacity, Mm -hmm. which is what you use. Yeah. Um, So I think we've both had to kind of learn audio editing software to make this happen. I'm actually a little proud of myself. I... I knew that I would know enough to be able to do what we needed to for our purposes. Cut sections out or, you know, adjust volume. But I'm better at it than I thought. You are. Yeah. The thing with me, though, is that there's what would do. There's what would pass. And then there's my brain Yep. that hears every little thing and is like, I'm going to fix that. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. And then if I don't know how to do it, I'll poke around in Audacity yep. until I find it. <laughs> and if I still can't do it, then I go and I watch the tutorial about it. Oh, yeah. YouTube has been my best friend since we started this. Yeah. All the audio tutorials out there. Thank you to all of those creators. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just the technical side of producing a podcast and listening to it and editing it yourself. You find lovely little nuances about your vocal patterns and habits and Mm. <laughs> it's interesting that's another thing I'll say too like on the technical side of producing a podcast like I am a social media manager for my job that's like mm-hmm. what I do during yeah. the day and so then when it comes time to do like life and limb social media sometimes I forget about it because I've already <laughs> been doing social media all day long so then I'm like okay good I'm done so I think that's going to be one of my new year's resolutions is to try to be more active on the life and limb accounts on social media I think that would be a good one that actually that's very close to I was going to save that for the end our new year's resolutions oh, if sorry. we have any <laughs> but no let's do that now um one of mine is to First of all, be more cognizant of the things I just talked about and to actively try to break a habit because mm-hmm. awareness of a habit doesn't necessarily mean you're going to change it. Right. You have to work at it. And I'm resolving right now to actively work at those two biggest things for me is the sniffing at the end <laughs> of sentences and saying like when it's not appropriate. It's good practice just for any kind of public speaking, I think, too. Yeah. Another one is... To be more proactive about posting things specifically about Littlefoot on my personal social media. Yeah. And it's not that I've been avoiding it on purpose. I just never really do. I'm not an oversharer mm-hmm. on social media in general. No. I don't share my entire life there. When I do, it's usually it's pictures of my dog. It's pictures of things I think are aesthetically pretty or interesting stuff from my walks but I don't really get into how am I feeling today Mm -hmm. how am I how am I doing what am I thinking about yeah um on any sort of deeper level I would like to do that a little more but specifically with how it relates to Littlefoot and this podcast and just trying to be more visible as a person with a limb difference I would like to do that for myself that's awesome yeah I had a post on Instagram from, it was like two or three years ago, where I was, I think, like I'd taken a shower or a bath, and I was actually putting on like specific foot lotion or moisturizer, and I remember I was sitting on my bath mat just looking at Littlefoot, and I sort of just looked around at all the scars and stuff, and I just took some pictures of Littlefoot from lots of different angles, and I don't remember what I wrote. But I wrote a little sort of introspective thing about it. Just something like, 
you're not as young as you used to be, but neither am I. We both have scars, but that's okay or something. It was just, I don't know what it was. I remember that Yeah. And I I remember looking at that recently, just like, I should, I should do that more. I should check in with Littlefoot. I should share stuff about that, especially now that we have the podcast. Like, I don't know why. There's no reason why I don't. Yeah. I think another thing we found through this podcast, too, is that our friends are really interested in this stuff. Yeah. Like, more so than I would have thought, even though they don't have limb differences themselves, I think there's a natural curiosity that they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've had people who, some I've known for years, who have said, I never really thought about how you buy shoes or, you know, that you weren't comfortable standing at your keyboard when you first started playing in a mm-hmm. band you know you just I never thought about this and that's yeah it's been interesting you feel like you get to know people even better yeah yeah so what's one of the questions that have come up actually that I was gonna say the friend conversation just reminded me I I got a really good question from a friend this week he specifically asked me to credit him on the podcast as Kimi Thunder Trident um (laughs) Kristen is laughing because his name is Ken and he's in our D&D group and his character that's his character's name Kimi Kimi not Not, Kimmy not Kimmy Kimi so um so Ken who I can't I can't say Kimi this whole time but (laughs) Ken asked he sent me a message the other day just through Facebook Messenger I was just like really dumb question about your limb difference if that's okay and I was like of course you know that's yeah that's I like that and he was like was it hard for you to learn math as a kid mm. because of your number of fingers? And he said, I'm, I'm sitting in a waiting room and I'm watching a little girl try to count to 100 on her fingers. And it made me think <laughs> of that. Not a dumb question because the answer is resoundingly yes. I, yeah. <laughs> I, as a kid learning math, and maybe this is why I'm so bad at math today, um, <laughs> had to adjust my mindset to think in sets of eight whereas everybody else thought in sets of 10 because they Mm. had the 10 fingers when I count I count in eights if I'm counting on my fingers one two three four five six seven eight then I start the next set whereas people usually count on their fingers nine ten start the next set of ten and so eight sixteen twenty four so on and so forth that's how my brain that's right, right? 24 after 16. Yes. Okay, just wanted to make oh, sure. <laughs> so sad. The but one you're best at and you still I doubt know, yourself. I, I know. I'm, I'm good at eights and I'm bad at eights. But um, so She's just bad at math, guys. I, like, it's, it's, it's shocking. It's obscene how bad at math I am. No, I remember I had to always adjust to count in eights. Because that's just how I learned to count. Mm-hmm. And like I can roll over, like I can do one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and then go back to my left hand and go nine, ten on my thumb and index finger. But even still, I'll count back up and it ends up being eight again. Yeah. So, yes, I did have difficulty learning to count. And it's because I had to do it differently than every other kid. And, and Ken, it has affected her whole life. It's affected my whole life ever since. Her career as an accountant was ruined. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I thought that was a really good question and a really insightful one. Like, he just happened to see a little... And I think that's cool, too. Like, because of this podcast, he happened to see a little kid doing something that little kids do and think of me and think, I wonder what that was like for somebody who doesn't have 10 fingers. Yeah. And was brave enough to ask that question. And I really appreciated that. Yeah, and I I think we had talked about that before. And I thought... 
I thought you were going to talk about it either in adaptations or sense of humor, but it's, it just never came up. Yeah. Every once in a while, like I'll think of something like the first time I, when I forgot Phil in our language I and labels know. episode, it's, and it'll come back up later and I'm like, oh, duh. Why didn't I say that? Like, yeah. And the nice thing is that this podcast is ours and we can go back and do whatever we want. We can do like update episodes and recap episodes yeah. or whatever we want. But speaking of, I found, I thought of a thing that I completely forgot to oh, say. Yeah. yeah, I should have talked about this either in the sense of humor episode or when I did my catch up in our last episode where I was talking about my grandma being mm-hmm. able to listen to the podcast because when we first had this idea I remember it was right around Christmas last year yep. and I was going to visit my grandma and I remember I think I set an alarm on my phone to remind me to ask my grandma for any stories that she could think of mm-hmm. about Littlefoot or my surgeries when I was little so I did and it was one of the first things I ever did to prepare for this podcast. Uh-huh. And then I hadn't told the story yet. And ah. I had two great opportunities <laughs> to do it. And I just completely forgot. So the story that she told me that I had never heard before was that there was a time when I was three mm-hmm. years old. And my sister was coming home from like kindergarten. And she brought a friend with her. And... It was in the afternoon and my grandparents just happened to be driving by like through Toledo. So they stopped to visit with us. So we, you know, we said hi to my grandparents and then my sister, her friend and I went into like one of our bedrooms to play Mm -hmm. and my grandma and grandpa were visiting with my parents out in the living room. And my grandma said that they were out there for 10, 15 minutes just chatting. And then she said, I just came running in from the hallway and I went up to my mom and I just said, is my foot always going to be little? Oh, and, and my mom was like, well, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it is. And my grandma said, and you just, you nodded. And then you just went bolting back down the hallway and we just heard you yell, yep, it's always going to be little. Oh. <laughs> And she said they just laughed because it was clear that this friend of my sister's was asking about my foot. And I just, as a three-year-old or four-year-old, was like, I don't know. Let me go check on that for you. (laughs) And it's not like it bothered you in any way. You were just like, Mom, I need an answer to this question so I can relay the information. (laughs) Like, just very matter of fact. That's adorable. So that's the story that my grandma told me that... I remember being like, oh, I have to talk about this on the podcast. And then I didn't. <laughs> and then you didn't. No. Yeah. But so today's the day. Yes. And I, I thought of another story after our sense of humor episode too <laughs> that also relates to math. Because oh, gosh. Every, listen, you want to see humor, just make me add two numbers together. <laughs> it's <laughs> So uh, we had a mutual friend when we were both involved in a local theater. He and I had like hung out a couple of times and you had hung out with him a couple of times too and so like we knew each other and he had brought up that there is a trick where you can multiply by nines Mm -hmm. using your fingers so like you you count it out and then you put a finger down or something and it's the first two digits and the next digits or something yeah like can you explain this better because I can't do it so if you hold your hands up in front of you all you ten fingered people 
this only works for you. You hold your hands up in front of you with your palms facing toward you. And for the first multiple, you put your, your thumb down on your left hand. What do you have on the left and the right of the finger that's down? You have nothing and you have nine. I have seven. So, yeah, so nine <laughs> times one, your first finger being the indicator for which multiple you're on is nine. So you put your thumb back up. Put the next finger down, your index finger on your left hand. Now what do you have to the left and to the right of it? You have one and eight, 18. So nine times two, your second finger is 18. So I have 16. Yeah. So you just go <laughs> along like that. And so like, what's nine times three? Put your third finger down, two and seven, 27. It's actually a brilliant trick. And I didn't know about it till I was an adult. Like yeah. that's not how I was taught to do multiples of nine but it is pretty genius it's so smart and so assuming you have 10 fingers yes and so I think it was I think we had gotten on this topic of conversation because we were laughing about how I just am so bad at math and I said something along the lines of like well I know I I still don't know my nine times tables and he was like well those are the easiest and I was like in what way because I'm like two you can just like double stuff that's good (laughs) but he's like well the finger trick and I was like what finger trick and he starts explaining it to me and I was like I can't do that and he goes yes you can oh, everybody on, can do easy. it yeah, yeah everyone can do it don't and beat yourself up yeah <laughs> I was like I was like I don't think this is gonna work for me and he continued he was like okay so put your third finger down what do you have and I was like 25 and he goes no 27 and I was like I get 25 <laughs> like and he just he kept at it for so long did he until not know he didn't know and it didn't when I got 25 somehow it didn't even clue him in he continued he just thought wow this girl really this can't girl she is can't even dumb count. as a brick and I <laughs> and so he just kept, he kept going for like a long time and everybody around us was laughing like just like because everybody else knew and he's probably thinking they're laughing at you and yeah. not even realizing that they're laughing at him yeah and I, I eventually he was like Anna you can do this come on and I was like I can't I don't have the right number of fingers for this and he finally thought to look at my hands and he was like oh my god she had no idea and again, just like Quincy's Tavern that we mentioned at the top of the episode, I was like, there's no way he didn't know. And then, but no, he just had never noticed, even yeah. though we'd like spent time together. But it was very funny. And I, I think I could still pull off the multiples of nine trick if I just imagined like two little ghost fingers oh on the other God. side. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll have to keep it in mind. Or you can just accept that calculators are a thing you're going to need. For- yep. It's, yep. Since you shared something that you're not great at, yeah, maybe because of your limb difference, I'll share one. Okay. That's kind of embarrassing. Okay, go for it. And it is definitely because of Littlefoot. Okay. So I think by the time I was four or five, I I don't know what the size difference in my feet was at that mm-hmm. time, but I definitely already had lifts built okay. onto the bottom of my shoes. So there was no thinking about it when I put my shoes on which one was the left and the right so when other people were learning this with their shoes at some point like I just I never had to do that fast forward to adulthood when I started in some cases buying only one pair of shoes if they laced up like I've talked about and I could get them to work and only have to buy one Mm -hmm. suddenly I'm faced with having to tell the difference between my shoes and I (laughs) I 
some are more obvious than others, but there are some pairs of shoes where it's very slight, the like curve yeah of the, to me it is yeah and I've had times where and someone else is there watching me where I sit and I stare at them and I am sure I'm right like I'm <laughs> not going to be embarrassed I'm not going to put them on wrong I got it I know this is right and they're still wrong well because you're so used to having such a clear difference yeah it, I did not have to think about it at all <laughs> so I still do that like when my shoes got here the other day and they were a little like smashed down from being in the box mm. I was like oh I'm not sure which one is which <laughs> that is so funny and to make you feel better though like I think everybody's put their shoes on the wrong feet at one point in their life or another okay see no one I've ever told this to has ever offered that. They just let me think that maybe I'm the only other one. Who's oh. Ever... <laughs> oh. No, I swear. I mean, everybody's put the wrong shoe on at one point, right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think usually I've got it down, but like it's not something I actively struggle with. But every once in a while, I'm like, that's the wrong shoe. You know? Maybe when other people do it, they're just like, oh, whatever. But for me, I feel like it's such a huge blind spot. You have like an absolute identity crisis. <laughs> I'm like, I never learned this. Oh, no. I could just feel like the existential like crisis and self-doubt. No. Oh, God. No, I. you need to know that other people do it, too. Maybe not as frequently, but other people do do that. Or at least Anna does. Or at least I do. That's okay. And that's why we're best friends. That makes me happy and also makes me sort of think, what is my life? Right. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> you, cho- you got stuck with this. But... No, I am in great company. <laughs> That's been a- another great thing about this is getting to spend time together with my best friend. Uh, yes. That I, I did not write down, but is the clear, obvious perk of doing this That's podcast. so true. Just an obvious, like, built-in way that we are, like, Sometimes it's hard to justify, like, oh, maybe I don't have time to, like, go out and grab dinner tonight or, like, that sort of thing. Yeah. But you got to make time for the podcast. Yeah, we've committed to it, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's wonderful. I mean, like, being able to talk to you as friends and then as two limb different people every other week is just delightful. And it's a yeah. good way to shoehorn you into my life, whether you <laughs> like it or not. So. <laughs> I do like it, though. <laughs> Yeah, and especially now where our social interactions are so limited, yeah, this has been a high point of my 2020. Same. Without a doubt. Probably getting into D&D yeah. and this podcast. <laughs> Two of the nerdiest things you could possibly probably. do. Get into D&D and start a podcast. Like- <laughs> you know what? It's a pandemic. Our options are limited, but I think these are two pretty awesome things to be spending my time doing right now. Exactly. And D&D is really fun, guys. <laughs> this podcast is fun and D&D is fun. I I was always, always the person who was like, I would never, like, I would never play D&D. That's uncool. And then, like, I actually tried it once and I was like, oh, shoot, this is so delightful. <laughs> it's delightful. It's like theater and you're good at it. Yeah, like, it's Anna, fun. come on. <laughs> I got a really good role the other day, too. It's just, it's, yeah. this, is, <laughs> this is a limb difference podcast. This is not a D&D podcast yet. We can do whatever we want. This is our podcast. This is our podcast. We're self-produced. <laughs> we don't have anybody telling us what we can do. Here's the thing. I never really thought about giving my D&D character a limb difference. I hadn't thought about that either. <laughs> and we, we've also both talked about how we actively tried not to make our characters too 
similar to ourselves and they both kind of at Are. least in our campaign they both ended up being very much like us yes. in real life <laughs> but I didn't even think about giving her not necessarily my same limb difference but just something yeah Ooh. Ooh. that's something to think about that would be a really cool dynamic though to have like a limb different party member that would next campaign yeah I agree <laughs> Next campaign, and everyone has to have one. Everyone has a limb difference. <laughs> this is what the liberals want. <laughs> we want everyone to, to not. I was gonna say to suffer like we suffer, but we don't suffer. We though. don't suffer. Our lives are awesome. <laughs> that note. Anything else to send us off into 2021, Kristen? I don't think so. I'm just glad we got this started, and I'm. Very happy with how it's going so far, and I think that we'll do even more with this next year, and hopefully we'll be able to have more interactions like in person with other people that we want to interview, and we can maybe travel around and meet some people or participate in events within the Uh, Limb Difference community. I have always wanted to go to Lucky Finn Project Weekend, and that would be great. I want to go there. Yeah, Yeah. so yeah, so we have goals for the podcast, and I think it's just going to go further from here personally so until 2021 jingle us out Kristen. (laughs) bye everybody bye (laughs) happy new year happy new year